Yes. Uh, what? What if I told you that we were all, all probably going to, you know, have to find a new place to live in a few billion years because everything will be on fire? Uh, I'd probably believe you and ask if you knew of a nice place. I mean, I do. It's it's the moon. Yeah, I look at that thing every day and night. Well. Every night, most days, some days, I should Quite say. Quite a few days. We live yeah. in a place where you can see the moon during the day. This is a very contentious thing between me and my grandma. Oh, really? Yeah. She well, doesn't think you can see it? She does now. She lives here. <laughs> but prior to this as a child, she told me you can't see the moon during the day. And uh, it was one of those, like, an adult is obviously lying to me things. And then I had to talk to one of my parents. I was like, yeah, you can't see the moon during the day from over there. And I had to go back over there and double check it. Yeah. Was that just because of cloud cover or what? Why was she not seeing the moon? The, the planet. Different spot on the equator. Oh, okay. Because hmm. I guess our, where, where we are is actually one of the few places like you could just see the moon at like three in the afternoon sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, I know what it's. The, I think the closer you get to the equator, uh, the more invisible the moon is. Um, I don't know. I'm pretty sure. I feel like I read that. Uh, I feel like I, we were both just like ignoring <laughs> doing prep on <laughs> this episode, which is about the sun and the moon. Yeah. Well, uh, we both had internet struggles. Yeah, that was, it was very <laughs> weird. Uh, I used the phone for my internet and that went out and yeah. then Adam updated his household computer. <laughs> yeah, we had some uh, network issues, but. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. That, well, that's the whole thing with the dark side of the moon, right? It's only the dark side of the moon to us. To like, half the people. I, I don't think anyone on Earth ever sees the other side of the moon. Yes. Okay. No, I was thinking, yeah. Exactly. But it's because the rotation of the Earth basically perfectly lines up with the orbit of the moon around yeah. the Earth. So it's like... As it's as we're spinning, it's kind of just so there's concealing. two faces to the moon. What do you mean? There's two faces. I mean, you see, pretty sure somebody ends up seeing. There's like a quarter turn that you get to see around the world. Oh, I thought the dark side of the moon was never visible to anyone on Earth, but maybe some of it is. Maybe there's like a small, like true dark portion, and then some people see kind of a part that others wouldn't. But, I mean, we have pictures of it and stuff, so... Yeah, we definitely have pictures of it. Yeah, and it This would be a weird sunlight. day to find out that both of us didn't believe in the moon landing. <laughs> like, same podcast. It's like, yeah. you look both directions like it's some kind of racist joke. You're like, I don't think... I don't, I don't, they didn't park anything up there. It was Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> yeah, that side of the moon does still, you know, get uh, solar radiation. Well, everything... But- Everything gets solar radiation. <laughs> right. Even if it's not from our sun, which is goes back to my point. This is something we know the sun's gonna explode. Yeah, I think it's about halfway through its life. Yeah. So in about yeah. five billion years, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna red dwarf it, which I think makes the next habitable zone like Venus. Jupiter or Venus. Excellent. Uh yeah, it would be further out, right? Because uh Mars, Venus, Earth. I, my very so excellent for, mother. Yeah. Just, so the next one out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a gas giant. Yeah, Jupiter, I yeah. think. So you got to go and like hang out behind Jupiter if you want to survive that situation. But it is mm-hmm. quite a bit. It's very ridiculous that we live in like the universe and there's just stuff to go get all over the place. And it's like the thing that we're sitting on is going to set on fire one day. And everyone's like, let's get some shoes. <laughs> like it, it drives me completely insane. The sun is in its yellow dwarf phase right now. Ooh. <laughs> it's, I feel like we were told that our sun was going to supernova as a kid. Yeah, I feel like I did hear a lot about that. And I think that's like a dick measuring thing. 
Mm. I think that the the PR that we were going to turn into a red dwarf got to some fucking dude that was in charge of the school thing, and he was like, whoa, 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 our son? <laughs> our son supernovas. I don't know what you're talking about. Full black hole deal. We <laughs> yeah. don't red dwarf. I'm pretty sure that's why we got taught that that way. Yeah, could be. Yeah, it's, the sun is already 4.5 billion years old. So I guess the estimation is about 9 billion years. I mean, yeah, give or take a few <laughs> billion years. That's why I was doing the math on how old people are. Because my whole thing is like, we know the sun's going to explode and we have the moon, which is like as ethically clean as we can get away with just cannibalizing on a celestial body yeah like unless we open it up and find out it's filled with living things which i think would be hilarious <laughs> like you open it up and it's just like actual dudes being like we know we've, we've been watching you the whole time there's a lot of internal space here we didn't talk for a reason <laughs> yeah. but uh yeah that's that's my my whole spiel here is like we should be spending all of our time getting to the moon and hollowing that fucker out and using all of the hollowed out stuff to like go and do normal space exploration but then also to have like a human earth escape pod because that's an inevitability like basically what i'm saying is we all know something's going to happen and we're not preparing for it at all even a little bit (laughs) well what kennedy in the early 60s basically said all of that he's like this is the next step for humanity and just like kennedy he is as handsome as i am (laughs) exactly yeah, I mean, that motivated us basically to land on the moon. And then I feel like we were like, all right, cool, we're done. <laughs> well, yeah, because it's another dick measuring thing. It's the same yeah. reason why we were taught supernova over Red Dwarf. But I also don't think human beings naturally think of retreat. Yeah, true. Which is ridiculous because it's the sun. Like, Yeah, it's some real shit. The sun, it's not going to back down. Uh, it will. <laughs> it's well, it's going to yeah. dwarf a little bit. It's going <laughs> to swell into a dwarf. Yeah, that's what's gonna happen. If uh, you got to go to the moon using today's technology, would you do it? Uh, that's a good question. Using today's technology, I mean, yeah, I would because we could come back. Uh, (laughs) it would definitely be scary. One way trip to the moon. (laughs) (laughs) But why can't I go back? Didn't didn't plan for it. Yeah, I mean, like, if, if you were, like, just everything you have today, today's technology, and you basically have to move to the moon, I'd be like, nah. I but, would, but I would make them use my plan for propagating the moon, where we just basically <laughs> build, like, greenhouses and shit in shipping containers. Yeah. And just launch that shit and automate it as much as possible before we even try and go there. Yeah, Like, definitely. this last flyby that we landed absolutely nothing on the moon, but then flew by it. For no reason. When was that? Was that pretty recent? That was like a month and a half ago. Okay, yeah, yeah. I remember a bunch of stuff, like news coming out about. Yeah, because I don't know if that shuttle was crew rated yet. Okay. So they did the first flyby planning, and I'm all about doing an unmanned flyby planning, but you also have, like, that had a payload ability. Right, yeah, they could have dropped off a few things. They could have dropped off. (laughs) a fucking seedling in a box <laughs> yeah. that was like the first box we have to test self uprighting technology or whatever so that we can like launch self-building platforms and shit because we can actually do that shit now and uh we're just not yeah maybe throw a few mogwai on there or something no you if... can't throw mogwai on the moon <laughs> oh, that fucks idea. up the time thing Actually, that's coming up right now. We're standardizing time on the moon, which comes to another thing that we were talking about that I've been meaning to bring up. There is time in the middle of the ocean, and it is kept track of by latitude or longitude, one of those two lines. Okay. So that is there is time in the middle of the ocean for no reason. Um, yeah. The problem with that is apparently the North and South Poles have no time or something like that. And this is a Neil deGrasse Tyson fact. Oh, okay. Uh, so what are you saying? That the poles have no time? So like if they, you were... Because there's just like a time conundrum because of that. Because of the way that we designate time. time. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Because we had a thing at one point and you're like, yeah, what time is it in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean? Like there's no time zone there, but there is. It's just 
directly denoted by latitude <laughs> and longitude. Well, because so, or else, how else would you say how to get to like a fucking boat? Yeah, yeah. I think what we were talking about when this came up was that saying it's five o'clock somewhere. Yeah, cause, yeah, exactly. Like, but it's, but not. it's not. But it is. <laughs> it is five o'clock somewhere, unless it's the North and the South Pole. Unless Jimmy Buffett went there and put like a flag that says five o'clock. And it's always five o'clock at the North and South Poles. We probably shouldn't yeah. tell any boomers that joke. <laughs> They'll fucking love it. I don't know. I'm, st- I'm still not convinced that it's five o'clock somewhere. Unless you're saying that on the hour. Yeah, because so when you make, if you turn the, let's say, is it latitude? So you just dice that into dice that as many times as there are seconds in a day and fucking plot that on the rotation of the earth and then you will have the current line that you're on is five o'clock but yeah so techno if you did that plot that i just described you would be able to find the five o'clock somewhere but you would have to walk in a straight line well so i i think you're correct theoretically but here's the point that i'm making no one like Okay, if you technically were to say, like, here's the line, right, where it's 5 o'clock, and then once you reach this point, it's 6 o'clock, or whatever time you want to pick, then you would also have to say, well, like, halfway in between there, it's 5.30, right? But nobody does that. We just operate by time zones. So, like, I could say, like, okay, I'm in Phoenix, Arizona, and New York right now is three hours past me. Right, so when it's twelve fifty three here, it's three fifty three there, and you could say that in between, like any amount of going east that you want would theoretically be seconds, minutes, hours, but no one actually does that. Like, if you live thirty minutes east of me and it's twelve o'clock here, I'm not like, oh, it's twelve o'clock in five seconds where you are. I mean. We do, but only computers do. <laughs> so I think this is actually what it boiled down to: is all of our GPS stuff actually does do that, but does we it, don't though? as people. Well, also as people, we adjust our time zone lines not based on latitude, because we adjust it based on uh, state lines. Yeah. So it's like off by a few miles compared to what it would be, and that goes into another thing: is I don't know what everybody else does about it, because I'm pretty sure people on boats don't follow the rules to like are landlocked bullshit. Yeah. I mean, my understanding of it is we all just pick time zones. And I, I think theoretically you'd be correct. And I do want to say that it's all just an illusion anyways, right? So I guess it could be five nope, o'clock time anywhere is the you only want. real thing. <laughs> this is another thing you're going to discover about me. I'm the only one who hasn't picked up on the time as an illusion thing. <laughs> I mean, time is definitely a real thing. It's a measurement, but the way that we're measuring it and reporting it, I, I would say is kind of an illusion. And it's that whole thing of time zones of like, well, we don't all want to say like, yeah, it's five o'clock for me, for you, a hundred miles away, it's 510. So we all just say, well, we're in the Western time zone. So we're, it's five o'clock for all of us. So that's why when it's like, well, it's five o'clock somewhere, it's like, Unless you're exactly on the hour, I don't think it is five o'clock somewhere. Unless you have chosen to, like, not respect your time zone at all. That's why. So, is that what are the time zones on the the time zones over the ocean are denoted by latitude and longitude, though? So they all are just. So they're actually uniform when you get off of the continent of the United States. We adjust those for our borders. Yeah, but even out so there, if you made you a still... plot that was latitude every second of every day, mm-hmm. and plotted that to the rotation of the Earth, and followed the five o'clock line, you would have a five o'clock somewhere all the way up until you got to the United States. <laughs> and I don't know how any other. I'm assuming other countries use time zones because that's way more efficient than doing that. Yeah. Eh. Anyways, how do we get to that? Oh, they're <laughs> so they're um. They're doing the same thing to the moon right now. They're, we're, okay, we're all yeah. deciding how time is going to work on the moon. And I only heard the beginning of that. And I was like, I don't care. 
at some point in time, somebody's going to tell me that's what time it is on the moon. Because once again, it's just some made up shit. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I, I will start using, I think the denotion was like common something time and it wasn't Earth time. Right. Because even the one that, like the official Earth time, I feel like no one actually uses it, like the UTC or whatever. I feel like we probably actually use whatever one completely cuts the earth up into data bits. Oh, well, we for sure use it, you know, for science, yeah, et cetera. Because I don't think we do anything with that information. Like, as normal people anymore, I don't think we touch it. It's all fucking yeah, higher use. Exactly. Yeah, like, even here, I'm looking at this, um, you know, like, the first lunar orbiter and whatever, and they report its times in UTC. But I don't think there's any time zone um well there probably is a time zone that matches up with utc but no one's ever like yeah it's you know two o'clock utc you would just say whatever yeah. your time zone is hello noble citizen are you tired of being spotted of being visible i've got the product for you it's called no pink when you see it in the can, it'll be pink. But when you paint it on, it'll be null. Perfect for sneaking around. By today. This message was brought to you by the Revolution LLC. Hanging out in fucking space. Do you ever think about going on like long space missions? Uh, yeah. <laughs> how do you think this goes back onto the living on the moon thing because i always worry that i wouldn't do well on space missions and stuff because i lo- would like to go to space current technology blows i would not live on the moon if they told me that we had to use what we have right now yeah and i didn't get to design everything five years in advance <laughs> yeah i'm always worried that i'll go fucking crazy because i can just open a door and then I realize I don't just open doors. I fucking sit in a room for like fucking four months at a time sometimes. <laughs> and people get mad at me and think I'm dead. I'm like, maybe I am the perfect person to go to Mars. <laughs> they're like, yeah, he died a long time ago. Don't worry. And then they get up there and they're like, oh, shit, you're still here? <laughs> Turns out he's fine. Uh, have you ever read Stranger in a Strange Land? No. It starts with them getting a guy back from Mars. And was it that situation where they're like, we thought he was gone? Um, or they think he might well, be Well, I there, think what know. happens, it's been a long time since I read that, but I think what happens is like the opening to that book is they chose three couples to go to Mars, and they chose couples specifically for like the strength in uh, relationships thing. Where it's oh, okay. like they'll have companionship and no one, and that goes bad immediately. Yeah. And apparently like, I think it leaves it up to a little bit of a mystery, but like somebody cheats on somebody and they all die on Mars, but it turns out there's Martians on Mars, but they're way different Martians than you think. Yeah. And they like kind of partially exists in like a heavenly astral plane. Okay. So that's what raises him. And then we get to Mars a little bit later and we're like, oh, there's fucking, we're just doing Mars stuff. And they just like find a kid who's just walking around on Mars. Damn. They're like, cool who are you? And he knows his name and shit. And technically he's the richest man in the world because his parents being astronauts own patents on all kinds of shit. Hmm. So it's the story of him becoming basically the richest person raised by a completely alien species that does have mind powers that they taught him. Nice. Uh, Yeah. So it is kind of like that, but with mind power, because there's a really funny part where they do spoilers, uh, admit that heaven is real, but everyone gets to go to the same heaven. And that's just <laughs> like Martians are really versed in hanging out there. That's like where they spend most of their death. Um, nice. So when it's a like human, Florida you also like when a human shows up, they're like, oh, hey, man. And humans are like, uh, it was unexpected to be corporeal. <laughs> but it's good. That's where Do You Grok comes from. It's a, it's a very good book. Oh, I've never heard that. Is that a common sci-fi phrase? Do you uh, if you've read <laughs> Stranger in a Strange Land, it is. It probably was in the 60s for a little bit. Okay. Uh, the 60s, we were real obsessed with the moon and space and low Earth orbit. <laughs> no one was obsessed <laughs> with high Earth orbit. That shit was not popular until 2013. Yeah. Well, I guess in the 60s, it, it was kind of going uh, you know, further out 
into uh what would that even be called like space i guess <laughs> but, yes though so, so yeah. the galaxy i think would be the first thing yeah the 50s was a lot of low earth orbit stuff that's when sputnik was launched um i think in 59 mm, the non-sexy one <laughs> uh, sputnik was kind of sexy sputnik was, a, was sexy but yeah. the name 1959 is just uh from yeah. 1969 which is the sexy one. Oh, yeah, that's right. Did we launch anything in 1969? Oh, uh, well, 69 was the year yeah. we made it to the moon. Yeah, I was going to say. We, we did. We just didn't fucking leave it. Well, I guess we lost some of it. Uh, well, that was the moon landing. I think we actually made uh, contact with the moon or got into the moon's orbit in the early 60s. Let's see. Research that I was going to do. Moon facts. Moon facts. Yeah, I mean, the first craft that reached the moon was Soviet. Uh, it was Luna 1, and that happened in 59. The first uh, manned craft that made it to the moon was 69. It was Apollo 11, and that, yeah, that was the whole deal. You know, Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin. And the cucked man of the moon. <laughs> And the last man to walk on the moon was 72. And that was Gene Cernan, Apollo 17. Uh, since then, the moon has only been visited by unmanned vehicles. And only 12 people have ever walked on the moon. That we know. Because it would Correct. not surprise me if there was some <laughs> rich guy who, like, 2014 got the funding and had put together, like, a two-man pod. Just, like, secretly hired one of the ex-NASA guys and was just like hey man what all you're gonna do you're gonna take me to my bungalow yeah i built it in the sea of tranquility it definitely seems like there's a few rich guys competing to do that right now well so that's my problem is like it's within a rich guy like if any of the rich guys decided to take it seriously they could like, it seems like they're starting to. If they wanted to make like a one guy, one deal, like one habitat, like they could already be there and doing that. Yeah. But that's a real shitty deal because then you're spending like several billion dollars delivering water bottles to yourself. <laughs> yeah, I know um, what Bezos just went into Earth orbit. And I think actually right before that, Richard Branson. The Virgin uh, Mobile guy? Yeah. I thought he had to cancel his. Oh, did he? I'm not sure. I know there was something weird with his launch. Yeah, let's see. It might have just been him bragging that he did it first, but it's weird when you're watching billionaires piss off me. Well, I think there was a, a big aspect of that, of like him knowing Bezos was about to do it, and he just beat him. That's a real risky fucking pissing contest, where you're like, <laughs> yeah. all right, I'm going to rush the hurling tube in space job. Yeah, he went in July 21, uh, and he went on his own craft. It was a Virgin Galactic. I think I know what it is. He only technically went in like the ionosphere or some shit. Oh, was that it? Bezos got a little higher. Yeah. yeah Which he... also, I'm glad that these super rich people are spending fucking a shit ton of money on doing these suborbitals. <laughs> yeah, because at like $50,000 a pop, that will drive the price down a little bit, so long as that's not all going into, like, the pilot's pocket. Yeah, so it, he did reach space, but yeah, I'm curious. It doesn't say, like, exactly what layer. Did he get far enough to where up doesn't mean anything? That's when I think space starts. <laughs> is when you stop being able to say up to describe where things are. I mean, they did reach zero gravity, gravity so yes. Uh at that point, direction is, you know, you got to be specific. Because up doesn't really mean much. Yeah. What is it? What are the two fucking dimensions that are? I always forget what they are. It's like Xenu and something else. Oh, I'm not sure. Like forward, aft. Right. Yeah. That whole spiel, it's Xenu and something else. Another equally ridiculous phrase that every time I read in sci-fi, I'm like, it sounds like it's made up by sci-fi, but it's made up by the Navy. <laughs> yeah, Richard Branson basically beat him by like one week. 
Mm. And didn't kill himself by accident. Good for him. Have you read any sci-fi about the moon? Um, I don't believe I have. I, in the last three minutes, just started thinking about it. I'm like at like four. <laughs> I know we've talked about the moon as a harsh mistress. A lot, because that is, I cannot recommend that book more. That is one of the best books ever written. And it's basically Australia, the story of the moon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I was just, so first men in the moon which is a Jules Verne. Oh, okay. Which uh some old school sci-fi. Yeah, which is a it's a you go you go in space by canon, which is why I'm I'm always harping <laughs> about how that's how we should be doing stuff cuz I think instead of using rocket propulsion, we should just everyone should pay more taxes so that we can have real big rail guns. Yeah. So that we can just launch that shit and fucking use electricity. It'll be fine. I'm but, for it. Um, slingshot me to the moon yeah but yeah some dude shoots him and his buddy go to the moon i think it ends up being one of those like oops the fucking cannon went off early (laughs) um but they go to the moon and they find out it's hollow and like they it's it's one of the least um let's say risky stakes wise books i have ever read because they kind of just go to the moon and have a good time and then come home nice um seven eaves which is about the moon, but also covers like 3,000 years of future history. Okay. And was suggested by President Obama during his nice, uh, nice. presidency. And that one's called Seven Eves? Seven Eves, like okay. the ladies. Which okay. Adam and Eve? Super, 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 <laughs> super long reveal on what the fuck that's about in that book. That is a very long book. It's like 30 hours audio. Yeah. Um. It yeah, you don't find out till like the last two hours why it's called seventies, and then you're like, oh, <laughs> I get it. Uh, fuck, and I had another one. I had another moon one. There are lots of moon books out there. My point is, is that moon books are good, and we should really <laughs> just be going and colonizing the fuck out of the moon and hauling it out and going into the further you know universe. And maybe, maybe if we get good enough. We can outrun the expansion of time. I'm surprised that we're not more interested in it. And it does seem like that interest has kind of kicked up in recent years, which is cool in my opinion. But I do find it really weird that I feel like after the early 70s, we were just kind of like, all right, we're cool. We did it. (laughs) Well, conspiracy hack Keelan also thinks there's a lot of people who are like, we don't really want to blow that up too much because if somebody gets up there strategically first, they own the planet. Yeah. Like, there is an effort to keep everything on even keel while you're going out there. That's why it's real weird when people want to, like, build their own space programs. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we'll just go up there as private citizens and you have no control over me whatsoever. And I'll just pick up this rock and we're just going to move it just towards Canada. <laughs> just don't worry about that rock. I know we have nothing that can do anything about it. Um, Just give me a million dollars. So you think, or at least your conspiracy that you're willing to entertain, um, someone could have already done that and is perhaps like no. setting up shop there? No, my conspiracy is that a lot of people are just like, don't talk about the moon too terribly much because we don't want super amounts of interest in it because we would like our governments to all get up there first instead of individual guys that can just go do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I definitely. Because my conspiracies aren't nefarious. <laughs> yeah. They're just a guy telling the PR guy to be quiet. It does seem like even um, the space race that happened in the 50s and 60s was a little bit of like, well, we get it, we know, and that should happen, and we're trying to do that, but like we're a little bit behind, and so let's not talk about it too much. <laughs> Like, just reading about Sputnik, even, uh, it, like, caught America by surprise. They didn't really think that, I guess, another country was that far along. Yeah, but also, wasn't, because, was it before or after Sputnik that they ended up shooting up the repurposed missile? Uh, So, I mean, shortly after that, America did. No, Russia. Oh, Russia? Yeah. Um. Because that's what actually made us start building stuff was because, well, I think it was before. 
Because I think that was their proof of concept, was they shot a fucking repurposed missile, and they're like, we could totally put a guy in that. And yeah. we were like, oh, fuck. We don't care if you put a guy in it. Thanks for that being the thing you want to do with it. But that was already a bomb. Yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty much exactly it. And America was kind of working on, uh, like, rockets that would orbit Earth and potentially manned missions. But then Russia basically just started doing it. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure their repurposed missile thing, they kind of lied about its capabilities. Oh, as far as like, yeah. they were saying like, oh, we could man it and it yeah. wasn't really that far. Yeah, I, I mean, that sounds about I'm right. I'm pretty sure that's what ended up happening where they were like, whoo, glad that they totally bought we could put a dude in that one. Yeah, and they were, uh, I mean, like, they put a dog in space, I think... They also put a monkey in space, or maybe that was America did that shortly after? I'm pretty after. sure we put the monkey in space. Yeah. Also, Space Force, the TV show, way funnier than I thought it was going to be. Oh, nice. Yeah, I haven't checked that out. Um, It's definitely worth it for a TV show to get into an argument with the actual U.S. Space Force over branding. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. You're going to look up a cute monkey. <laughs> monkeys in space that we euthanized with a rocket <laughs> human beings are the only species that euthanize animals with multi-million dollar rockets yeah for real yeah so hmm. are you reading stuff and then being like i don't know that i want <laughs> <laughs> well yeah i mean it's kind of a bummer but you're gonna find I... out that they gave this monkey meth and got it addicted to meth <laughs> and that's how they trained it I'm trying to figure out, like, the first one that actually went to space, because what seems like happened was... A few um, of them exploded? Well, they're, like, orbiting Earth. They're not really going into space. And I think that was kind of happening. And not really truly going into orbit, but kind of going into the upper layers of Earth's atmosphere is what was happening in America. And then uh, in Russia, it was a, a dog that actually went into orbit like planetary orbit hmm why did we start with those big animals i guess it would be more like people yeah I think shoot that's... a cow in the space <laughs> yeah see then the it looks like the soviets uh in the 80s started using primates but before that i think it was just the dog that oh, they sent. i haven't looked up anything on it at all but apparently the uh microchip research company is getting busted for uh, killing like 10,000 fucking chimps over the last like four years. Yeah, I saw that headline. Uh, I didn't read too much into it either. Where the it's fuck kind of did you find 10,000 chimps? <laughs> yeah, for real. How do you, that's like when you get too many goldfish at the fucking pet store. Like they'll say something to you. <laughs> Yeah, like, hey, man, well, what are you doing with all these fish? I got fucking told I wasn't allowed to buy a goldfish because I made a joke about a frog eating it. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like, in the pet store? Yeah, I was like, in the no. pet store. Dude, <laughs> it was exactly like that. I was, like, choosing it, and uh, I think I was with fucking Debbie, but I was like, oh, it'll be perfect for blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and they were like, who's that? And I was like, my frog. And they were like, nope. And I was like, what? Are you talking about? I was like, that's not an eating goldfish. If you want an eating goldfish, go get that goldfish. I was like, two things. One, joke. And two, my frog doesn't eat goldfish. It eats worms. <laughs> um, but yeah, they didn't let me buy a goldfish. That's weird. I mean, kind of responsible for them to be yes. like, well, you need the edible one. But then that is weird. After. They're all edible goldfish. <laughs> right. That's just a smaller <laughs> goldfish. She didn't ask how big my frog was. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that was definitely, and looking back on that, that was like a 20 year old telling a 13 year old he wasn't like allowed. To, I guess I would have been like 16, 16 huh. year old. He wasn't allowed to buy a goldfish. Weird. Yeah, probably good in the long run. I didn't need a goldfish. That almost certainly saved me like a smelly room. <laughs> a goldfish? Yeah, dude, I always turned my room into like weird bio lab shit. <laughs> there was a while. Do you remember Puddlefish? Uh, I don't think so. So one time Becca found a bunch of fish in a puddle and took yeah. them home and put them in a fucking big barrel. 
And okay. they were like a bunch of tiny gray puddlefish, and they like lived quite well in the barrel and bread and whatever. Yeah. And I took some of those and built like a fountain in my room and just had like puddlefish that swam through. So when I found out it's real dangerous to have fish around fucking fountains because <laughs> it's a water slide to them and you will end up killing fish because yeah. they just end up places. Probably the worst one was stuck in the tube. Oh, God. Yeah. Did they grow a lot, those little puddles? They only got, like, maybe the size of the last knuckle of your pinky. Huh. That'd be crazy if they, you, like, kept growing them and you're like, oh, they're piranhas. They're, like, some, just something I, insane. <laughs> I don't think that piranhas can survive in that kind of water. Yeah, definitely I not, think but... that those were phoenix fucking mutants. Yeah. Because they grew in a puddle in a city. Like, yeah. those were definitely some, like, dried eggs or some shit that just accidentally got there. I don't yeah. know how that happens, but I have seen in more than one situation in Phoenix where if a puddle manages to live long enough, it does fill with life quite quickly. Yeah. That's one of the reasons too. why I grew up walking through the washes. It's because it's some of the only places there's, like, natural flora and fauna in this city. Yeah. And you can find a socket wrench set that, Ooh. like, fell off somebody's truck. <laughs> yeah the desert is crazy like as soon as it rains just all the life comes out and you're like oh shit yeah and it smells good it's like probably the corniest thing about <laughs> like no it's real beautiful it smells nice and like right at yeah. sunset man if uh, you tell anyone I talk like this I'm gonna kill you <laughs> that was like seeing the eclipse where I was just talking shit about the eclipse because everyone was freaking out about it the whole time and then I saw it and I was like no no that was that was, in fact, life-changing. Um, I'm upset that you guys were right. <laughs> Incontinuity Transition the, um, Do you know that the moon is drifting away from Earth? I do. That's actually part of one of the reasons why it's a good idea for us to turn it into an escape pod. Because if we time it properly, we can just let it go. <laughs> Like, yeah. just load up, and then everybody on Earth that wants to stay there and be, like, hardcore Earth patriots can have, like, their nice last champagne fucking explosion party, and everybody else can just drift off into space. Yeah. And it'll be real great. There'll only be, like, fucking four million people left on Earth just <laughs> raging for the last, like, two years, because I'm assuming you're going to have to, like, let the moon go about two years before the sun starts to explode. Yeah. To get that drift on. It's weird how much I've thought about this. Because <laughs> I want it to happen. Yeah, well, the uh, the moon's orbit is moving away every year about four centimeters. Yeah, so times five billion. <laughs> well, this, this source that I'm reading right now uh, estimates that it's that is going to continue happening for 50 billion years, which I'm not sure what happens after that, if it's escaped orbit or I, I would assume what. that it would because it they can't be like it's moving farther away every time and then the orbit is fixed. Yeah, <laughs> I guess right now that that orbit, you know, for the moon to orbit the Earth takes about 27 days. But if we reach the end of that 50 billion years, it would be about 47 days. Uh, and then we just doop. <laughs> it flies off so we would have to arrange a little bit of extra movement we wouldn't yeah. just be able to time it because we got five billion years until the sun kills us all right yeah so that 50 billion is like just way kind off. of irrelevant yeah either. we're gonna yeah. have to hollow it out the way i want it <laughs> <laughs> what do you think is inside the moon I mean, the. I think there's rocks in the moon, Adam, but what yeah. will be in the moon is people and gardens and uh, some PlayStations, hopefully PlayStation 6 by then. <laughs> Maybe some PlayStation 5 games will be out. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think the moon is just a chunk of Earth? That seems to be the. Uh the main theory. Like something just hit Earth and broke a piece of it off, and that's I, where our moon came from. I would have to go with like farther core samples to make a decision on that. Because there is, that's like, yeah, that's the most likely thing, but there's also a few billion years of, like, happenstance that could have happened. Yeah, it seems to make sense to me. Like, I don't, I don't know how far we've been able to scan the moon. Because, like, what if we just find out it's actually part of fucking Mercury? 
<laughs> You're like, oh, wrong planet. I guess that theory was right, but wrong yeah, exactly. Planet. Fucking Mercury just swapped <laughs> us. That's how I was thinking about that when the moon leaves the Earth. If like an advanced species just comes up with our moon one day and is like, hey, you just fucking drop this in our fucking yard. <laughs> We were having Space Olympics, and it fucked everybody to evacuate like five planets because of your asses. <laughs> Keep your fucking moon in your yard. That would be incredible. That would be incredible. I quite often think about how if aliens came back and like we were just a completely owned planet, <laughs> and like they had fine sentient laws, and we like we match that. We are in fact sapient sentient creatures, but we're on their land. Yeah, <laughs> they're just like yeah we're we're gonna start building apartments there's about five million species in our collective <laughs> and you guys are just guys now um welcome to the collective and you're like man now i gotta be a space janitor spend my whole life building an empire i was gonna buy quebec <laughs> yeah people would resist that so much Dude, people would die if there was a species that could do that like yeah. what is the resistance gonna do <laughs> it's like Definitely. there is literally like there's one that's so there's a show called falling skies which is mostly funny because it's a sci-fi show that was like written by the guys who wrote er <laughs> okay so and it's got one of the guys from er in it so every once in a while it just turns into an episode of er which is why i kept watching it in the first place mm. but as a sci-fi tv show it's excellent it's very funny yeah but uh one of the things that happens in this and many other sci-fi things is they're like, yes, galactic empire taking over the universe. And they're somehow stopped by one planet. And you're like, they have 5,000 planets. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? They just stopped fucking with Earth for a minute. The next step to that is they just drop a rock on the planet. Like, you're then resistance, and they don't need you anymore. <laughs> they just get rid of the whole fucking thing. Yeah. But, like, that's they do that on that show and they're just like yeah no we have stopped the empire that is scourged has like several species uh enslaved to it and stopped them right <laughs> here no other problems it's peace from here on out they just got bored that's kind of like how america was formed right that it well uh, well <laughs> sort of there's a lot of weird boat privateering going on yeah. but there is a sci-fi uh about a species kind of just getting tired of conquering the galaxy and yeah. uh, allowing itself to die. And it's real boring. Do you remember when me talking about like a fucking space opera that was like, is this a kissing space opera? Uh, I think so. Yeah. It's, it's that one. Cause that's what everyone is. It's basically there's an immortal species that's just kind of trans and sentient. And is like, all right, half of us have turned into light, and the rest of us that are staying, like, I'm the last one. I'm cool with dying. But they weren't like real nice overlords. They kept everybody in like class warfare, but like strictly locked class warfare. Huh. So everyone, it ended up reading a lot more uh, like a Jane Austen book. Mm. Yeah, that doesn't sound fun. Uh, it w but they, it's about them dying, like. It, it makes a real weird space opera because that person dies and then somebody tries to usurp everything. But they're, they got so bored with Empire that their military is just all like show and stuff. There's no actual fighting that goes on because their only tactic is carpet bombing. And they got tired of carpet bombing people a long time ago. <laughs> so like just really stupid, easy tactics get to be done in the book. Which, it's like a nice soft thing, but it's also kind of like, oh, well, what did they think of it? It's like, it's because the immortals got lazy and dumb and forgot to teach their essentially pets how to war right. <laughs> that kind of reminds me of that movie, Fantastic Planet. Have you seen that? I have. I don't know that I know the point of Fantastic Planet because I've only seen that on lots of drugs. Yeah, I, I think the main point of it was just to be trippy. And I'm be... sure that there's a plot. <laughs> Well, there's kind of a plot. It's um, like I don't remember how they get on the Fantastic Planet. Yeah, I'm not sure either. I haven't seen that movie in probably like 15 years. But it's basically like an alien race that just has humans as pets. And I mean, then that's sometimes I wonder if I would be a better pet. I know I'd be a better <laughs> butler. Like <laughs> yeah. in life, that's almost a pet. Yeah, kind of. If, if I found somebody who wanted me to butler but was okay with me swearing like a goddamn sailor, I would be 
so happy. <laughs> your tie, you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Is that your ideal job, Butler? Uh, swearing butler swearing butler no that's not my ideal job my ideal job is not having a job but well yeah uh, yeah if i was forced to do something uh menial for the rest of my life yeah probably swearing butler would be all right (laughs) more importantly swearing butler to batman oh yeah that'd be really cool not bruce wayne just batman yeah just get like a suit on and be like you'll bat you piece of shit Uh, should we nuke the moon? No. Well, maybe. <laughs> I did tell you about my plan. I don't know if that's a good plan to put on the internet. Because then people might do it. But So no, I don't think we should nuke the moon. Unless carbon dating becomes an issue. In which case, I think we should nuke moon dust. With a very specific amount and type of radiation. And let that <laughs> go all over the earth. So that we can get proper carbon dating going for some stuff. But that's a that's a real risky move. <laughs> yeah, that's we shouldn't really do that unless we really need carbon dating or are advanced enough that mild radiation poisoning isn't a problem. Yeah. Well, there was a uh, project that was developed around uh, setting a nuke off on the moon. It is Project A one nineteen. A one sauce nineteen. Yeah, they sat down at a Morton Steakhouse. Uh, and, do you uh, like A one sauce? I don't. Yeah. No, it's vinegar. It's yeah. I'm fine with it in a pinch. It's better than eating some like really dry beef. That is true. I would prefer that to just the driest steak. But I always think A one's gonna be good. And then that's I, because I of like, marketing, Adam. Yeah, that's because some dude told you A1 is the (laughs) best barbecue sauce for your entire life. Is it barbecue sauce? I mean, I don't know what else to call it. Steak sauce is what they would like to be called. But yes, it's barbecue sauce. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. It's got the same properties. It's got the same ingredients. Yeah, but a lot more vinegar. Is that? It's just higher in vinegar and probably higher Mm. in acidity. Although acidity and vinegar is confusing. It's like white vinegar is the least acidic of the vinegars, which seems counterintuitive in my brain. But I also think that I just, for some reason, equate acidic and cheap. Huh. Is I think how that works in my brain, because white vinegar is also the cheapest of the vinegars. And I'm like, that must be battery acid. (laughs) Yeah, uh, this project, though, (laughs) was basically designed just to be kind of a show of force. And it was... So the the plan was developed in 1958, uh, which was immediately after the launch of Sputnik, which happened in 57. Basically, they even knew that you wouldn't be able to see it a ton, um, but it would be like a faint flash of light that would be visible to everyone on Earth. Like if you were looking up at the moon, it would be like, oh, whoa, look at that. You could also probably (laughs) see all of the dust floating with a telescope for quite some time because of its mild atmosphere. Um, What if it moved? If if we like shot a nuke at the moon and like right before (laughs) it hit, it just fucking moved a little bit to the left, just flooded half the fucking world. (laughs) just like oh fuck turns out the moon doesn't want to get shot yeah. uh, the just, moon just jukes us yeah it's like, huh, uh, huh. Oh, dude that would <laughs> that would destroy half of civilization <laughs> yeah. just like all we did real quick was jiggle all of the ocean um but they so i mean they developed this plan in 58 they never went through with it but because the they fucking talked to the moon he was like i will juke your ass so fucking hard. <laughs> yeah. then i'm gonna dunk you into the sun The plan got revealed in 2000, and some of the documents were released, and actually a young Carl Sagan uh, worked on the project. They they had him just basically calculating um, predictions about the effects of the explosion and what effects, if any, it would have uh, on gravity. Dude, the alternate future where Carl Sagan is like a criminal... (laughs) <laughs> because he did the calculations to nuke the moon and it did a juke move and just took out like all of Russia or whatever. Like the far future 
instead of being like Carl Sagan, a nice bright man, good for the future, is like that fucking piece of shit monster just didn't know when science was going too far. <laughs> he had yeah. no idea the moon had a personality. Had no filter. He's just like, well, fuck it. Let's nuke the moon. Turns out the moon didn't like that. Everyone's dead. <laughs> they never did it. It was basically a just like I was saying, supposed to be a show of force, and then basically someone was like, hey, what if we landed there instead? And that kind of became the new path. Yeah, with a few monkeys and dogs in between. <laughs> well, have you ever wanted to turn out more work, but you just tired? Well, not anymore with the new Unicorn Brainwave Converter. Convert your brain waves for you while you sleep. Turn those brain waves into spreadsheets, leading invites, and long drawn out emails with excessive use of the words utilization and synergy. Just click the button on your neck implant and send the files straight to your manager. Unicorp, the only choice for your future. Um, well, we haven't talked about the sun very much. I got a few sun facts. Uh, the first person to suggest that the sun was a star was named Anaxagora. Was he killed? <laughs> I'm not sure what happened to him. He was, uh... Stoned to death for <laughs> heresy. He existed in 450 BC in what is modern day Turkey. Mmm, delicious. Let's see what happened to him. Let's you want to make bets? That he was stoned to death for <laughs> yeah. heresy? I don't know. I actually don't know a whole lot about the Turkish past. Because I don't know how they worshipped the sky. Yeah. So it's modern day Turkey, but I guess this was all just ancient Greece, really. That, uh, okay, I was going to say. Maybe it was Persia. All right. So I have like a little bit more understanding. So yeah, uh, for heresy, <laughs> stoned <laughs> to death. Let's see. If it was Persia, possibly not. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that they did think that the sun was God. Uh, it, yeah, I don't think they killed him. Turns out they gave him a raise and said, nice job. <laughs> it's one of the only positive things that happened to a smart guy. <laughs> it seems like he just kind of lived out his life. He kept working on math and philosophy. So I guess happy ending for... Uh, Anaxagora. I gave him a happy ending. Oh, man. Are you excited about the high cycle of the sun coming in? What does that mean? The high So you know that the sun does like the high cycle and the low cycle of uh, activity. Okay. The high cycle is soon. Oh. That's when they're like, oh, maybe we should have built a bunch of stuff with some shielding on it so it doesn't just turn off. Uh, do you know the temperature of the sun? Uh, I think it's like 80 thousand degrees at the surface i actually was expecting a little bit bigger of a number yeah Um, because things the surface of the sun is actually not that hot and we use it's as hot as the surface of the sun as an advertising thing all the time (laughs) yeah but then once you get into the sun is when you're like oh fuck I mean, it is obviously still insanely hot, but um, its max temperature is about uh, 6,000 degrees Celsius. Yeah. Which is about uh, almost 11,000 degrees Fahrenheit. (laughs) It'd be fine. A little sunburn. Yeah. Just wear your uh, SPF 5 million. You'll be good. Would that work? (laughs) Would that work? Because that's kind of enough to like have a physical effect <laughs> i mean what i don't really it, know the SPF. i'm pretty sure still. spf just is reflective material yeah and if you cover yourself with reflective material and just walk <laughs> into a bunch of ir radiation you will still cook yeah like you'll become hot you just won't get cancer i mean maybe <laughs> none of the out. people that go on this will die of cancer that is guaranteed <laughs> they're all just getting vaporized Oh, man, that's always a fantastic... If you just had Pokeballs, man. Pokeballs for everything. We could use them as teleport. We can use them as spaceship. That's true. 
that or capsule corp technology but i think that's beyond us because i don't know what's in the mist (laughs) yeah the brightness of the sun uh is equivalent to about four trillion trillion (laughs) which i don't know that's a funny measurement that they put it in i was gonna say wouldn't they say like trillion to the something power yeah, it would have been but, a lot cooler if they gave me the scientific notation version yeah, w- of it. But wouldn't that be like a hundred? Because isn't because there is no a, to the power of is not. It wouldn't be another trillion. If it was a trillion, it'd be. Well, I, I think a trillion is ten raised to the twelfth. Yeah. Uh, so I guess a trillion trillion would be you know ten to the twelfth times ten to the twelfth, which would be like ten to the twenty fourth. Yeah, it is ten to the twelfth. So yeah, it'd be 10 to the 12th times 10 to the 12th. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, so they wrote that the dumbest way possible. Yeah. So yeah, I guess it's just uh, uh, 10 to the 24th power. It's that many 100-watt light bulbs. Oh, those are <laughs> illegal, Adam. Are they? Do they only go up to 60? I think they might be phasing out 60. This is the thing with the gas that I think is fucking hilarious right now that everybody's freaking out about because when they made like 100 watt light bulbs illegal, the exact same thing happened where everyone was like, they're coming for your light bulbs. They're going <laughs> to fuck. It's going to erode your freedoms. And I haven't heard anyone use the gas thing as like, this is the next step from the light bulbs. Like everyone's just forgotten about the light bulbs things because it yeah. turns out it didn't fucking matter. And everyone's happier with an extra $20 at the end of the year. Then, yeah, the only good excuse for having a 100-watt light bulb in your house, I have heard, is people who live in snowy areas because they're hot. And it does very mildly bring down your heating bill. Yeah. Do you know how long it takes light to get from the sun to Earth? That is eight seconds, Adam. Really? Is it eight seconds? It's eight light seconds away. Oh, okay. Um, So, yes, but that's because I know the distance. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah, this uh, it takes about eight minutes and twenty seconds. Oh, that's sexy. <laughs> we should really, because um, yeah, I was reading that earlier. I don't go on Reddit, but I end up reading Reddit's a lot because they yeah. show up in search results. So it's like, yeah, it's crazy how you much you can't fucking access shit all the way through it. I'm not yeah. gonna like, download the Reddit app because, like. At this point, you can see, like, normal Reddit stuff. And I guess I can go through all kinds of shit and turn it into desktop mode and fucking trick it into thinking that I'm allowed to look at normal Reddit because I'm not on a phone. But that's <laughs> work that I don't want to do. And it's just, like, randomly people will put not safe for work stuff on. Like, a normal thread. So, because I, a lot of security stuff ends up on there where I'm like, I wonder yeah. what the fuck this is on my phone. Let's look it up. And it's like, that's where you go to find out what website you need to go to to get. But then somebody will just be like, yeah, here's a picture of a dumb bitch choking on a cock. I'm like, <laughs> I can't access this yeah. because I don't have the app. But I wasn't trying to access this. You just ruined <laughs> the whole thread for me. So I can only read like the header and like the third comment. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like Reddit has been showing up in my search results way more like towards the top i of think it. it's one of the only things that's not shutting off privacy stuff because currently Probably. it's oh it's in a lot of people's best interest to up their privacy measures yeah. because people are actually starting to respond to that as like a sales pitch mm-hmm. which is funny that they're actually doing it because you can just lie to people about it. like no one knows what the fuck goes on in the back of house yeah. you can just say everything's super secure and like people will be like how do you prove that and you'll be like tom looked at it tom couldn't find anything <laughs> tom and, from myspace yeah exactly no it could be tom from myspace and they'd be like that's a reliable like i've i've known that face for years yeah he looks like a dog i feel like that dude could come back and do something insane just like you're saying like oh yeah we trust that guy we've known his face he's the he is who (laughs) snopes hires as their fact check sponsor (laughs) it wouldn't be a bad idea snopes got in trouble for fucking copy paste and shit i think a year and a half ago oh really like kind of just not verifying stuff and well they were verifying stuff but what they were doing was they were using like a stalling tactic Okay. Where they were basically reaffirming what they were told and not really denying it, which was giving it more credit. 
than it needed yeah. to get. It was making it unclear whether or not it was uh, still under investigation or whatever. Okay. And when they were pressed about that, they were like, it's because it's really hard to fax stuff in real time, and we needed like time to do that. Yeah. And I was like, well, fair enough, man. Like, <laughs> you could just tell people it takes time, but I also have a story about somebody who wanted a pizza in four minutes. So I get it. <laughs> I fucking get not telling people anything. Yeah, that is one of the really, I think, unfortunate things about Reddit. Like, there's a ton of good information there. And a lot of people that will source all of it, they like, I'm just kind of compiling this and like, you can look at all these sources. So it's a nice place for like a regular person to go and kind of quickly access all, all of that. But especially with the what I was just talking about, where I feel like Reddit's showing up more and more in my search results and more towards the top of it. People tend to take those search results, I would say, as more of a fact or... Uh, yeah. are willing to like we're in not the core as... age of the internet where we're just like yeah i just believe like we've gone past the have to have a fake uh article about it <laughs> right. and now it's just like straight some dude that yeah. you have absolutely no verification of even existence of yeah like, yeah that one exactly but then a thing that i feel like happens a lot on any online forum but i would even say reddit in particular is like there will be those people who put really good information out there. And so then those people will kind of adjust that information or someone else will jump into that thread and really in good faith being trying to contribute to it, but they get some things wrong. Yeah. And then those people usually get demolished. They do. Yeah. And that's, I think, a good point of Reddit is like the voting system and it generally works. But I feel like a lot of the people that are like putting the bullshit out there don't really delete their comments, but the people that correct it kind of do. Like they'll correct yeah, they'll do it. do maintenance on their thread. Yeah, but then they'll like they'll delete their comments, so then that's gone. But you'll find these threads from that are like, just the fucking bullshit ones. That yeah, are like, like actually, the sun is fucking ten minutes away. My uncle Jonathan was there last week. <laughs> yeah, and we all ate pie. That's actually how it was the light seconds away thing uh, was because a Reddit thread popped up, and it was some guy that was like, he was trying to make a point about relativity and like okay. the moon or the sun versus the earth and everyone like all i could read was like you don't understand that at all you, <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about the question you mean to ask isn't even a question it's yeah. we already know that that's the answer you used the answer in your question um it's we're, it's a reference point and relevance only matters if there's a reference point that you're going to right the uh i don't even know where i'm going here the uh, mass it looks of the to sun. me like you're just reading headers off of a search engine <laughs> because their mic is covering the, <laughs> all of the words on your notepad. Yeah. The mass of the sun is about uh, 333,000 times the mass of the earth. Yeah, but that's all like water weight. Water weight? <laughs> yeah. There's water on the it's sun? It's <laughs> getting all fucking... There probably is, just not like put together. Yeah. I mean, there's a shitload of hydrogen. There, yeah, there's so. some H, and there's probably some O. Well, it's mostly hydrogen and helium. Uh, it's like about uh, less than 2% of other gases. I think silicon, Natural flavoring. Yeah. I think silicon, actually, of the remaining gases. Mm, uh, silicon gas. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Composition of the sun's. What is the sun made of? It's all argon, man. Oh, no. Uh, oxygen is next. So oxygen is uh, almost 1%. Dude, we could totally live on the sun. <laughs> That's all I need. Uh, then it's carbon, nitrogen. Uh, so those two combined make up about uh, half of a percent. And then silicon, magnesium neon iron and sulfur mm -hmm. i knew there was a fucking noble gas up there um, <laughs> i need me some magnesium oh yeah as a supplement 
Yeah, I have, well, I guess also potassium. Mm. Both of those things I have a large hole in my diet in. Mm. So can I just lick the sun? I mean, I think you can. You might burn your tongue. If I put out a beaker, will some of the sun land in it? And then I can just use that. (laughs) Beaker from the Muppets? No, that would be giving a (laughs) puppet cancer. (laughs) Oh. Me, 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 me. I have always wanted to go and get like an interview, like go on LinkedIn and get a job as like the CEO of something and just go to a super serious interview, like nice suit and tie and just me, 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 <laughs> me, 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 me. And uh, why did you get this job? Me, 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 um what and just get real mad and start acting like they're discriminating against me and just be like yeah. me 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 <laughs> me and storm the fuck out i love beaker he was one of my favorite he's one of the best i like beaker over the scientist yeah, also what's the scientist's name his name is scientist <laughs> uh i he's got a real name but yeah. i don't no, because he's not as cool as beaker and he is not he doesn't follow safety at all which makes him not a scientist. Makes yeah. him a guy who knows how to hurt people in incredibly confusing ways. Mm-hmm. Well, we're at yeah. almost an hour ten. That's I guess that's that there's an episode. Um Yeah. Very disorganized. <laughs> it's I mean, this is actually more disorganized because we tried to be organized and then apparently technical issues happened. <laughs> this might be the first time a technical issue has fully stopped us from completing a task. Which yeah. I guess we completed it. Fuck you guys. We did it. <laughs> yeah. Mission accomplished. <laughs> Let's go nuke the moon. All right. Peace. <laughs> Probably some catfish. The only thing that d- does real well when we take it out there is fucking tardigrades. Yeah. Those guys can't do a lot in vacuum. I do think it's funny when people take the like tardigrades are super invincible. We should be mildly afraid of them. I'm like, meh. Like, when they're in vacuum, they can't do anything. Yeah. Like, there's not going to be, like, super intelligent tardigrades that are like, yes, we'll go into vacuum and drift across space for billions of years. <laughs>